0: This is Leslie, Thinking Upwards. Welcome to the Walnut Women podcast. You know, right thinking about God leads to right living. Join our conversation as we discuss various topics through a biblical lens and a Christ-centered worldview. We hope the Word of God through the power of the Holy Spirit will help you live out gospel-transformed lives for the glory of God. In this episode, Alice, Meryl, and Regina join me as we talk about how COVID has impacted our work responsibilities and how we can remain faithful to the work God has called us to. This is the Walnut Women podcast. Thanks for joining us. Uh, welcome to today's episode. We have another guest with us today, and I'm just going to ask you to... Introduce yourself, your family, and kind of like what you're doing right now um, during this pandemic.
1: Well, Okay, thanks for having me. I'm Regina. Um, I'm married to Terrence. We have three kids. Um, one, o- our oldest is Thomas. He's 16 and a junior in high school. Second is Rachel, who is 12 and seventh grader. And third is Tobias, who is seven and in second grade. And um, so, um, and I'm a stay-at-home mom. I, have, I, by trade, I was a teacher for a good 10 years. And when Thomas started school was when we decided um, for me to stay at home so that I could
0: kind
1: of pull myself into um, school and volunteering and PTA and all that kind of stuff so I could be involved in the community. Um, yeah,
0: so, um, yeah, that's me. All right, well welcome. We're excited that you can join us today. So today's topic really is about another big aspect of our lives that this COVID pandemic has kind of disrupted. And it is um, the topic of work and vocation and also education for those who are students. And basically what we know about this pandemic is how um, it's changed the whole work Mm environment and the whole work routine and structure and even it's impacted family lives because a lot of work is now um, remote and we know schools have started recently and they have gone virtual or it's called distance Mm -hmm. learning so all of this is kind of like a really big um, impact and disruption to what was formerly known as pre-COVID working routine Mm -hmm. and now a lot of it has just come into our homes and it's impacted um, people with families and kids. So um, I just wanted to ask you guys how uh, your personal lives at home has changed as a result and how have you guys really made adjustments and made space to accommodate the new changes, um, both for you and your family? So we'll start with you, Regina, since you're our guest today. Well, thanks. Um, Well, at the beginning it was, I think
1: there was a lot of, there's still a lot of unknown about the disease itself, but I think when it stopped, everything stopped, everything stopped. Like kind of, especially for us with three kids and three schools and activities, and then Terrence working at church, um, it felt like, it felt like life stopped. Like I was all of a sudden not driving everywhere every day, dropping kids off and, you know, like we were deleting things off the calendar Constantly, this is gone, this was gone, this was gone, this is gone. This is gone. And, um, so it was kind of weird, but also, at, in some ways, a little bit relaxing. Because <laughs> I was like, "Wow, I don't have to be anywhere today. Um, but mm-hmm. I think um, we did have to adjust uh, to having everybody at home. Having... I think me being a stay-at-home, stay-at-home mom, I didn't have to adjust too much yeah. um, in my work, kind of. I just kind of mm-hmm. was doing what I normally do, but kind of hyped up. So I was like, I felt like I was constantly be cooking, because everybody was eating <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's true when they're home, they're just eating. Yeah, there's like, you know, three meals a day, every single mm-hmm. day. Um, so everything was kind of just hyped up a little bit for me. And I think Terrence's schedule has always been somewhat flex, Um, Mm -hmm. so it wasn't too hard of a thing for him to be just working from home. So in that Mm -hmm. sense, I'm very thankful and very grateful that, um, you know, we didn't, it wasn't too disrupted in that sense. Like, we didn't feel like we were changing everything, Mm -hmm. Um, nothing, it wasn't, like, completely upside down. Mm -hmm. And I think um, with my background as a teacher, the kids being at home doing school wasn't too hard and I did stress like that last day March 13th Friday the 13th yep. When they came home I was like you guys are not on vacation <laughs> this, is, this is still going to be school but at that time it was only supposed to be two weeks yeah two okay, so weeks we were going to be home um yeah. so it, it did change a lot in yeah. that sense after those two weeks we were like okay so it's it's not going to be this it's going to be we're staying here for a while mm-hmm. but I think um the time at home has been helpful um, because we were so spread out for you know, all the time. So just even though everyone was doing different things, um, I think God really provided a time for mm-hmm. us just to be in the same place at the same time,
2: um, mm-hmm. to be in each
1: other's presence, um, to see how we all can, you know, work together in a small space. Mm-hmm. And that kind of thing was a blessing. Um, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Just, yeah.
1: We, you know, the kids had their own. You know, they had to adjust to, to being at home. Mm-hmm. But I think for us, being able to see them more often was a big blessing. <laughs> I don't know mm. it was for the kids <laughs> it to be with mom and dad, also. but for
0: <laughs> for us, I think it was
1: it was a good change.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah
0: so I'm just curious but like in your situation your kids are spaced out so they're all in separate schools
1: mm-hmm. so
0: was that like a lot of work for you to manage like how much management at home did you actually have to be on top of them to complete their work assignments and you know their different class schedules
1: i thankfully the older two manage themselves mm. they you know they reached out to their teacher when needed. Um, although between March and June, the schools were not grading anything. Nothing
0: was.
1: Uh, there was no consequence. To they made exceptions
0: that. for that season. Huh?
1: They yeah, because I think even the teachers yeah um, had to adjust.
0: Yeah, you know, that, that's did. what you call crisis schooling, right? <laughs> yeah, so, just to make it happen.
1: Yeah. So whatever the teachers pushed out that's what they did and uh, they didn't but they did give the kids the option to do it or not to it I didn't give them that option yeah I said whatever the teachers give you you need to do because I think it provides you with some structure at home and yeah. um, and even though you want to kind of you know we did relax some you know they didn't have to wake up at 6 a.m anymore have to, <laughs> yeah. you know do everything you know By a certain time, all the time, but I wanted there to be structure because I think that that's what they thrive. My kids thrive on that structure. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can tell by how they're responding now to Mm -hmm. the The current distance learning plan that the structure that was, you know, that's always been ingrained in them was helpful to them to Mm -hmm. be able to manage themselves. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be on top of them, they know, you know, when their schedules are. You know, what class, what assignments. I mean, even Tobias, um, he knows when to log on, when to log off, when to log back on, all that kind of stuff. And he's in second grade. I do have to help him, you know, occasionally pull out certain materials because everything's kind of, you know, in a pile or in a book and he's supposed to tear things out or supposed to. So, those kind of little things that he needs help yeah. with, I'll help him with it. But in terms of the um, actual school part, like learning, um, with the teacher and being mm. online and being responsible, you know, he, the most of the time they take care of themselves. And so, so there was adjustment and being in a different place, but I think that because they love that structure, they, and they know they do best within that structure, mm-hmm. they kind of created their own schedule and their own um, mm. the timelines for them to finish things.
0: So now with this new whole school year starting and like, this is kind of like the formal education for the year. Like how much, how many actual hours do they have to put in now compared to the old model when they were in the physical classrooms? Like, is it like less hours in total just because of the nature of virtual classrooms?
1: Yeah, um, mm-hmm. so they're in school from about 8.30 or 9. or nine, depending on which school until um, about uh, one or two. So oh, it's a little bit shorter. Um, and then there are breaks for lunch and um, 15 minute breaks between each class. Um, Is there a lot of homework?
0: The older two do
1: have um, similar amounts of homework than, that they would if they were in physical school, but they get off earlier. They're done pretty much at one. So they, they do have some time. And they don't have to travel anywhere anymore, so it's sure. not yeah. a time for that. But the you know, there is challenges in all this extra screen time. You work so hard to limit their screen time and exactly. now everything yeah. is screen time. Yeah. You know, so like yesterday, um, like for example, you know, Rachel's in school from eight no, from nine to one, and then she has um, an online dance class from five to six. Seven and then she's online for Unicoy from seven thirty to ten. So it is. It, I think that's a huge challenge. I mean, exactly. We're still figuring out how to limit screen time, but that's the only way that they can interact with people too. Exactly. So you don't want them to do that Also, so it's definitely a challenge.
3: Uh, how
0: about how about for you, Alice?
3: Well, what when Regina was uh, <laughs> describing? her children's, you know, online class and schedule. Yeah, I can totally, you know, understand and it just resonates with me because yeah, we're going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, pretty much what she shared is what I have been experiencing at home. And But I do appreciate the time that we have together. Mm-hmm. Ever since the time that we started quarantine, everyone's back home. And uh, again, there's a lot more time that we can spend together. And um, Because of that, we need to be more intentional. Just because we have more time together at home, doesn't mean that we're always together. So we still have to keep the structure, keep the schedule, and, um, and just being able to, you know, uh, again, stay intentional and come back together a time to either um, uh, read the, in the Bible together, devotion together, or pray together, or we can even just have uh, time to really discuss a lot of the heart hard issue as well as hard issues. <laughs> Things that we often like, you know, you know, get ignored when life was so busy, you know, um, you, you know our days that we used to be marked by different activities. Exactly. You know, every okay. day there's something happen, right? Like I was saying, you know, different activities. Uh, but now it's like we're all home, you know, and, um, and uh, you know, almost to a point where I kind of forgot which day of the week it is mm-hmm. now because we don't have that, you know, activity to kind of keep us, you know, unmarked. Um, yeah. But, uh, but again, being intentional is one way that we have one thing we have learned to continue to deepen our relationship with one another also with also with god you know during this time yeah
0: so i know that josh just did he start college yet it's gonna start next monday uh-huh. two days from now yeah how is that uh, going yeah transition i know his his graduating class got hit really
3: hard yeah i think them mm-hmm. with all the graduating
0: class yeah. yeah so
3: yeah but you know what but i was telling him that wow you know they each one of them get have received such a like personal honor and recognition it's like you know usually everything is in uh you know stadium the graduation commencement but now everything was online we you have like f- mm-hmm. family and and, and and relatives came to visit you know uh, when he was graduating you know mm-hmm. we were just outside in a In a driveway, but it was still very nice. to have our youth counselor, you know, do do the uh, drive-by, you know, uh, senior surprise, and it was really, really, really really special, you know, for them. So for him, you know, again, you know, um, I actually felt a little bit uneasy because, uh, I mean, I mean, when it comes to uh, starting school, you know, in a couple days, because, you know, when I was in college, we used to go on campus, we get to meet our you know advisor with to so people on campus now they didn't have any of these things mm. so they have to just everything rely on everything depend on everything online online mm. communication mm. he never, he would never met his t- uh, professors but he you know had to actually check in with each class uh, each course making sure that the professor knows that he's registered yeah. with them and then they will send him the link to go to a, to attend a specific class you know so the, all this thing is online you know so i would tell him just make sure you check your emails and make sure that you don't miss anything, you know? so, yeah, so all that, it's just everything's online, you know, and even school, they, they gave out, uh, they do like a virtual uh, Q&A sessions with parents, um, you know, in cover all area, academic advisement, you know, they have, um, you know, uh, financial planning, they have, you know, on-campus services, everything's online, you know, in virtual Q&A sessions, it's just, you know, again, online for everything, so yeah getting used to
0: that. Uh Uh, How about for you, Meryl? I know that you started (laughs) going back to work. So why don't you share a little bit about that, how that transition's been for you, if it's impacted, you know, your office in any way?
2: Uh, Yeah, so I guess COVID, in the beginning of COVID, I wasn't working um, because, you know, dental offices were closed. So there was an adjustment of Hallie working at home and just invading our home space. (laughs) maybe um, <laughs> yeah because i think in our normal lives or in pre-covid we tried really hard to like he tries to have like a good like work-life balance in yeah. terms of okay things at work i'll try and keep it at work and i will not overwhelm you with what's going on at work so that we don't we're not always talking about church you know even though it might sound good to some people it doesn't work for our family <laughs> at least talking about church it, it's just like overwhelming but um, COVID forced that reality in the house. <laughs> Even and then, so that was a really difficult, I would say I was really glad that I wasn't working at that time because that was mm-hmm. a huge adjustment in it of itself of like Haley working at home and then having a newborn and trying to yeah. handle like Haley. She always like needs attention. I wish I could just leave her somewhere and she could just self-entertain for hours. But Um, it doesn't work that way so in Mm -hmm. reality I think Mm -hmm. what happened ended up happening is that Hallie does a lot of his sermon prep or deep thinking at night Mm
0: -hmm. so
2: um, then then we have to figure out like oh when are we going to actually communicate as a as a couple so that so we have to like squeeze that in but a lot of times he'll be up like 12 1 2 like working Mm -hmm. on stuff because he needs to have like a string of uninterrupted uninterrupted time to think, and when I went back to work, I think that was a pretty big adjustment for me. I'm, I, for those of you who don't know, like I'm a dentist, and um, just having just a to wear a lot of extra mm-hmm. personal protective equipment mm-hmm. and not being able to breathe and <laughs> just having like this mark on my face all the time when I take <laughs> off my mask. The other day, my patient said you need to get a new mask, you jacked up. And I was like, well, I need this mask to protect me. Um,
0: Yeah,
2: and it's just hard because having all that stuff and trying to physically work Mm -hmm. because as a dentist, even though people might not think so, it's quite laborious to be in a person's mouth and to uh, concentrate on those little things. And it's hard when you have all this stuff blocking your view. So that was an adjustment just yeah, just the adjustment on many levels due to COVID and just experiencing this um, new normal, I think was difficult, but I think things are just falling back into a new routine now.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, for our family, my personal work responsibilities didn't change because I was a homeschool mom and you know even in our education like we just had to adjust to the lack of access for our kids to go anywhere but that was probably the biggest adjustment that we had to make like actually in the very beginning i don't know if other moms feel this way but whenever i know i have to be with the kids in our house for a very long period of time i have some moments of struggle like thinking oh my goodness, how is this going to happen? Mm. Like, how am I going to spend the whole day with them mm-hmm. in our house without being able to take them anywhere? Mm. Take that times the number of days we don't get to leave <laughs> the house. Like, there's um some dread, like, I don't know what we're going to mm. do. Yeah. And we are still in this phase because every, uh, in their um, life stage, I'm pretty much needed every minute. One of my kids will come up and have some kind of need, and it's different because they're all developmentally like in a different life stage so i think like i was that was really scary to think i don't know what we're gonna do with ourselves Mm -hmm. and stuck in this house so um you know and then there was darren who is still working remotely and you know for me i'm thankful because this is an unexpected blessing to have his Mm -hmm. presence in the house not necessarily his, his physical health, but it's just the presence because, Mm. you know, I think when there's no accountability and I'm the only adult in here, I tend to have bigger reactions to small Mm. things Mm. like cleaning up messes or things. I noticed that I would get, I would give into my anger more easily and just Mm. a lot of yelling, but with his presence at home, I feel like there's a sense of understanding, like the crazy chaos that nobody else sees. If he's, hears it and he's in the other room I just know okay I'm not the only one dealing with this and it's just really humble work in the home right now and so I mean that's actually been really helpful but on his end I know it's been a huge sacrifice because he's working less productively Mm -hmm. with that the the kid noise in the background and you know one time um when I was at a meeting Eve had gone up to him and just whispered in his ears, I need to go bathroom. Oh, and it was just like permission, like, I'm just gonna go. And then, you know, he was oh. on a meeting himself and then everyone heard. <laughs> but, I mean, Thankfully, like, you know, they understand <laughs> that if your co-workers are, you know, your mm-hmm. family members, that, that that's just the reality. Mm. Uh, but, you know, one thing that I think has really been hard is just that lack of the physical routine of being able to get up and you know, there's that routine of like getting dressed because you know you're gonna go out and see people and then the drive Mm. to get there. I think those things are physical routines that help the flow of your day, right? Mm -hmm. And just because work has transferred (laughs) onto virtual space for a lot of people. And now we're all more on our screens or on our phones for meetings. I mean, that just tires us out a little bit more because, you know, your eyes aren't interacting physically Mm -hmm. with being, but with the screen, which is like more screen time. And I think about how like we lost those physical routines that people need to just let the day go by more smoothly because you know you just roll out of bed and then some people <laughs> they just throw on that polo shirt right in front of their laptop. It's like there's nothing else to do. There's nothing else exciting about the day because physically you're just doing the same things. And I think I really missed that about mm. just the regular routine of work. All those transitions really helped our day go by quickly. Um, so. Um, I guess we'll kind of turn the topic now to um, some of the lessons and blessings that you feel God has really um, been speaking to you about or convicting you of and you know, what his purposes are for um, the work that he's given to us. Or maybe like as a mother or even like a wife, how have you, how has he required you to grow in more Christ likeness in order to get this work Mm -hmm. done? Um, under these conditions, so that's that'll be our last question for today. That's a loaded question,
3: <laughs> as always. Let's <laughs> the
0: These are the kinds of questions I'll ask Darren right before. He goes. <laughs> so I'd be I'm mad, luckily. You know. I'd be
2: like, stop bothering. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. with the whole COVID thing you know how like a lot of people lost their jobs and yeah people their their work was uncertain like they were furloughed and um I think it really called into question like a lot of people's security or maybe their identity um and I think sometimes we're tempted to think about work as just something that we do to provide or to fund like the fun stuff that we do um but (laughs) i think it's important to remember that uh there's this book by tim keller called every good endeavor and it's talking about work Mm -hmm. and in it he talks a lot about how you know work was something that was here before the fall like god made adam and eve and then he told them be fruitful and multiply and subdue the earth and you know cultivate it and there's like a form of work there and if Mm -hmm. you think about it god himself works right he's like really busy i think sometimes we think of god as this being who just sits up in heaven and is just like relaxing on a armchair and just looking on on earth you know but god is so busy doing so many things he's redeeming things he's answering prayer he's you know Mm -hmm. um and so i think as humans made in the image of god it's part of our design to work Mm -hmm. and i think sometimes instead of viewing work as just a means to an end yeah which i'm tempted to do a lot because i'm just mm. like oh i'm so tired like i don't want to wear this ppe anymore you know like mm. i don't want to hear about how patients hate dentists like it's not nice when people tell you all the time we don't like you we don't like coming <laughs> here to see you and so like sometimes all those things like they irk at me but then i have to remember like This is like part of um, what God has created me to do. And he has gifted Mm -hmm. me to do these things. And instead of looking at it as like, I just got to finish the day. It's like, I got to look at it as, well, what like God has allowed me to do this. And part of it is, you know, like redeeming his creation, you know, and
0: Mm
2: -hmm. um, being just uh, healing hands to different people and just seeing the greater purposes God has for my work. And I think that applies in the home too, because in the same way, it could just be like what you're describing Leslie's Like, dude, I just want to get through the day. I don't want the kids to like make a mess. I don't want them to kill each other. I don't want to kill them. You know, like I just want <laughs> to survive, you know? And, yeah. and, then, um, and then it's hard to like enjoy what God has given us when we have mm. that attitude and to just mm. remember um, there there's, much calling that God has given us as mothers, even though sometimes it's really crazy, especially when our kids are young. Um, But we have this opportunity to really mold and shape our kids. And something that I realized with COVID is that, you know, this is really inconvenient. It's inconvenient for Hallie to be here working without his commentaries and for him to go Mm -hmm. in and record. And like, it's just weird. It's not meant to be like what you were saying. You know, we're made for physical interaction. We're made for physical presence. But the blessing, like something that Regina and Alice has mentioned is like the time that we get to spend together. Mm-hmm. And I just thinking during these formative years of my kids, I don't think Hallie mm-hmm. would be able to naturally, you mm-hmm. know, see, see them grow so much, you know, yeah. a lot of times we, I would just be reporting to him. Yeah, Haley's going through this, but now he like mm-hmm. understands, like mm-hmm. he deals with it, he sees it and he's like, oh, like she's she's quite temperamental in these, you know, like he's learning about his daughter and mm. it's really cool because at the same time I get to see uh, this like father aspect of him grow where mm-hmm. he's learning how to parent Haley not from the uh, the top like big picture wise but he's learning to parent her in like these mm-hmm. everyday little moments and I think that comes naturally for yeah. a woman more um, but for mm-hmm. him... I can really see how he's trying to learn that, and
3: mm-hmm.
2: how, how, yeah, like how he's benefiting from that. So it's it's, it's a blessing, and a, a curse at the same time, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks yeah. for sharing that. Do you guys have any other um, personal blessings or encouragements for other women in your same situation?
1: Well, in the in the same kind of, I guess thought um when you talk about Hanley being able to kind of parent in this you know and see her grow I think the distance learning for the for parents who are struggling and kind of you know trying to make especially parents of little ones who have okay. to like mm-hmm. kindergartners or first graders who have to kind of do things online now but I think as a kindergarten teacher I was always so, so impressed with the amount of work and amount of growth that they would do mm-hmm. from the beginning of kindergarten to the end of kindergarten mm-hmm. and you know you, as much as I could in conference or in phone calls or in whatever tell parents how much they're growing they could never see it like mm-hmm. in class uh, sometimes those light bulbs would come on in class and I'll be like oh my gosh you've got it but <laughs> I can't convey that as well as you know you can when you That's see it. it and I think mm-hmm. parents I know like it's so hard and so crazy to do this distance learning but Take the opportunity to watch, like when your kids are watching your teachers online and how they're interacting. The teachers are mm-hmm. working so hard. I, can't, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I really yeah. don't, would not want to go back right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, so mm-hmm. they're, but like, at least the ones that I've been able to see, I have seen them work so hard in trying to mm-hmm. get them to, you know, bounce back and forth ideas on with the kids and sing mm-hmm. songs and get them to move and jump yeah. them down. And I think that that's something special that you wouldn't normally be able to see um, Mm -hmm. if you were just dropping them off at school.
3: Right, right. Mm -hmm. So
1: I think, um, you know, in that that way, like, I think it's a special time for you to Mm. see how your kids learn, what your kids are learning, and when that light bulb does go off, like when things finally click for them. I think that's really exciting for them to be able to see. So I've been, you know, I have friends who have kindergartners that are first year in school, and I know it's so difficult for them. And. But you know, I encourage them to kind of take this
3: opportunity to
1: see past the crazy and see into like, mm. what their kids are learning and in their minds and things like that. Yeah, it's, so
3: cool yeah, it's just very sweet to hear what you guys share because it just reminds me of how my kids were small and we're homeschooled too. So those little like teachable moments are always were always there, and those moments are very sweet. Like Marion sharing mm-hmm. how Henley was able to be home and to mm-hmm. really witness the growing, you know, of Haley's growth, you know, step-by-step step. and those are moments that I don't think any wanted to miss. And mm-hmm. I think that um, this this t- the time that I believe that just like God-given opportunity for the father. Even I heard a Terrence share, you know, even Ray too, how they get to uh, spend time with the children more now, like, you know, they get to have more meaningful conversation. And sometimes those conversations wouldn't have those opportunities in the past because we're mm-hmm. so, occupied by all those activities and things that we have to be this we have to be here we have to be there but now we're at home even though we have online meetings but those times that we have at home we are available to hear our children to even have a good discussion you know about just issues in life you know like some, sometimes just joshua they will see something on social media and they'll bring it up and there goes our conversation for the evening you know mm-hmm. what does god's word say about this you know what would jesus do you know, what do you think as a Christian, as, as as a Jesus follower, how are we to respond to those issues? You know, and especially that when they talk to friends are not believers and they have different value system. How do you approach that as a believer? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just very, you know, packed in conversation, but it's just so good. You know, and I I miss those times, and because before we were so busy, we didn't have that. You know, now I feel like we're going back to it, and and I really really thankful, you know, and I also want to encourage other moms out there. I know, like, Leslie and Meryl, because your kids are still young, and I know that, <laughs> I get talk about how to get through the day. I'm like, yeah, I was there before, too. It's like, but you know, what though? but, you know, God is so good. And you know, I was reading, like, it's just James, um, you know, 117 says, that you know, every good gift, you know, is from above,
0: mm-hmm. and perfect
3: gifts from above. And I do see even this quarantine, this pandemic, it's not something that we really desire to have. Or go through for this many months. Mm-hmm. But if we, we choose to look at those little moments and those good and perfect gifts. They all good perfect gifts from the Lord, you
0: mm-hmm. know, Father
3: of lights. And he wants us to enjoy that mm-hmm. and to have that, you know, um, experience, uh, just like how he would, you know, shepherd mm-hmm. us and loves us and we'll do the same thing for our children when even when time is hard. So yeah, yeah so that's encouragement on the kids, the moms, you are doing a great job, moms and dads too, of course. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, this whole topic of work, I mean, I used to be a teacher myself too before I resigned to uh, be fully, you know, committed to being a stay at home. And I think some of the struggles that I went through in that transition was just the struggles of feeling like, oh, I lost a place where I can grow myself or grow my skills because the difference between working outside versus being a stay at home mom is two separate Mm -hmm. animals right like in the home a lot of your role and work is in like the posture of serving your family and you're not like growing yourself necessarily where at the end of the day you can say look at this new thing that I did right and your moments in the home are longer because you know there's this small window when those kids are really young and they need you and it's a really intense time of parenting because you're just in their lives like constantly and it just never ends and you're doing it sometimes sleep deprived if you have a newborn and I just think about how um, you know I've been in this journey for a couple of years now and I think the lesson that God has really been growing in me is that the most important work I can do for the Lord is not to make a great name for myself or to Count how many skills and accomplishments that I have achieved or I have gained from this experience because, you know, at the stay at home, as a stay at home mom, I don't get to Boast in those things. I can only boast in the fact that I am loving my children faithfully and that kind of love right now still requires a humble, Sacrificial Posture of just Mm -hmm. service and um, to add to that. Um, I recently got into somewhat of a, a little um, challenge with Darren and I think it, it relates to my service to my husband and I think, you know, sometimes I forget how to serve and um, show support to Darren because I'm really caught up in all the things that I have to do, what I'm responsible for, and all the people outside of our home that I want to minister to and serve, like those in our church or, you know, our neighbors and our friends. And then, you know, he, I'm just really thankful that he had the courage to tell me that he didn't feel his needs were being met through, you know, like me just asking him about his day. And I think that's the challenge because we see each other all the time now and I don't have those set moments where I can say, oh, how was work? Cause you know, we're just side by side in the same household all day long. So mm-hmm. I think I just felt really convicted that I have to be intentional as well to really support Darren. And I know it's so hard because I spend my whole day serving our kids. And, you know, by the end of the day, I don't have a lot of energy to mm. to do it for my fourth kid. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's like God calling for us as life yeah. to yeah. really, yeah. like, show love to our um, spouses in that way and I think Mm -hmm. I really need that um, intentional reminder to myself otherwise you know we'll always get into these cycles where he'll come Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. tell me after some time where I haven't given him a lot of attention and he'll just tell me like he wants he wants Mm. me to care for (laughs) it. I think that that's also part of like our wifely
2: Responsibility,
0: yeah. like how to care for yeah. our husbands in a way where they feel like they're cared for. So mm. I think that's a tricky balance. Um, it, God's given us a lot of um, influence over our families and also to those that He's sending in our lives through work, through our friendships, and our relationships with other people outside the family. So Um, I think for today, we'll just end our session, and I think this whole topic of work is all about doing it for the glory of God and doing it with Mm -hmm. excellence and diligence so that at the end of it, um, we can truly be able to tell God that we were faithful Mm -hmm. and we didn't complain and we remained thankful and we remained in the Lord as to what he is calling each of us to do, and um, he will give us the strength to do it, even if Mm -hmm. it is uncomfortable in that moment or it's really humbling or it's breaking our pride. So yeah. Thank you for joining us today and we'll just end our episode.
3: Thank you, Regina. Thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) If everything we do should be for the glory of God, then pleasing him should be our aim. My prayer is that you will be faithful to work diligently and excellently in all that God has called you to do. Join us next time on the Walnut Women podcast. Thanks for listening.